0: Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are here again with you. Excited to be back with you as always. I got told I did really well on the intro the other day. People were complimenting me on the group. It felt so good to be acknowledged. So I just want to say thank you for that because I do work off compliments and that was a good one. At the same time, if you want to join our podcast group that people are giving me wonderful accolades in, that is the Ninja Selling Podcast Group in Facebook. You can search it, find it. You will find us there and about 9,500 other people closing in on 10,000. My goodness, it seems crazy to even say that number. So uh, that's exciting. Come join us there. We got great opportunities, great knowledge, great friends. It's a good place. If you want to learn more also about Ninja as you're listening to us here, go check out ninjaselling.com. You can learn about all of the classes and offerings that we have available to you and coaching available to you if you're looking for a little one-on-one help with Ninja in your life, in your business. Matt, let's talk about a false narrative that is just flagging us right now. And we're going to hopefully help people get a little different perspective on where we're at and what we need to be doing here.
1: Good morning, sir. Yeah, I like this. Good morning, Good morning, and great intro again. It was smooth. I've been practicing. When you get people acknowledging how good you're doing, it just makes you want to be better. Yeah. You just step up a little bit more. You're like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. This is great. People are hearing me. Yeah, I get it. It works. It works. I think it was Tanya. Tanya, thank you so much for acknowledging me. I think that was the, uh, she was the one that gave me the pat on the back. I'm pretty sure. I love it. I think it was her. Yeah. Well, this topic, the false narrative of yesterday really came up for me, Garrett, because I hear a lot of people having that conversation. Well, six months ago, I could have, or a few months ago, I would have, or all of this woulda, coulda, shoulda stuff that really doesn't mean anything. It literally does not matter for you today. And we need to, one, acknowledge this false narrative of yesterday. And the reason why I say false is because woulda, coulda, shoulda, you have no idea. We just have examples. We have some data. But if we did the woulda, shoulda, coulda, that data maybe would have changed, or maybe you would have performed differently against that data set. Real estate is a unique industry in that everything is different. And what I mean by that is, is it's not a commodity industry, right? I mean, every piece of land is different. Every piece of real estate, whether it's condos in buildings, 37th floor is different than 36th floor. Even if it's the same floor plan, you're going to have a different view. So because of that, you can't really speculate as much as people think that they can. I'm sure there's trends and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to just bring this up, Garrett, and talk through like, okay, well, how do we address this false narrative of yesterday and get into the conversations of today to help people achieve what they want to achieve?
0: Well, and I think a, a real big reason why it needs to be addressed and be handled is, is that most of the people that I'm talking to out there who are involved in real estate are saying, you know, my sellers are maybe holding off right now because what they could have received for the property to where they're at right now, and to what you're saying is like, well, could they really have? Like, is that really a thing? And then holding off, going like, well, we're going to wait for it to come back up. I actually had somebody say that to me the other day, and I was like, one. Yes, it will come back up probably at some point. It isn't even down. Let's figure that one out also. <laughs> right. Let's say, like, wait, where are we at now? Yeah, it's like it's like this is this whole like unknown world that we're trying to figure out and speculate on. And really, Matt, and you said it when we were talking about recording today, like what we need to know is where we're at right now. And this is where I keep going back to is when you know you're at right now and you find someone who needs to sell and someone who needs to buy. Now you have a working relationship that you can say, okay, you need to get somewhere and I'm going to help you get there. It means nothing what you could have done six months ago or what it doesn't mean a darn thing. We just got to go. And those people exist out there. But if, as long as we keep, I think the real estate population, because it's comfortable to talk to people and to share, I got this new listing and man, if we had this six months ago, man, it would be so different. And it's like, let it go. Just let it go. Take a big, deep breath. And let's ground ourselves right now, today. Tomorrow, I want you to reground yourself tomorrow. Figure out what tomorrow is going to look like. But today, this is what we need to
1: figure out. That's kind of like saying, man, you know, back in high school, I was a force to be reckoned with. I could throw that football over the mountains. I would love to see you in high school. Matt
0: walking around in his track outfit, strutting around campus. I know you, man. I know your
1: type. That's what it sounds like to me. And I think this is why we get caught in this trap because it's easy to reflect on the things that we've experienced. It's easy to go back to the quote, good times or whatever it is. By the way, I want to remind all the agents, six months ago, eight months ago, y'all were complaining about all the buyers that you have. And now you're like, oh, I wish I had that market again. It's like, okay, stop. But that's funny. If
0: you look at most marketplaces, as you go back, there's always one side that's like, The listings are really working right now. And if I get a listing, it just flies off the market. And you take the exact opposite market a handful of years before, and it's like, gosh, I just want a buyer right now. Like, Give me a good buyer. That's what I want. That's what I'm hearing out here right now is like, gosh, if I could just have a buyer that's willing to push forward and make a movement, because that would be awesome. Because the the market's here. It's great. Sellers want to sell. It's funny how fast you can go back to like, I wish I had to like, again, no, 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 no. What are we dealing with right now? Let's figure this out. And there's some good buyers and good sellers out here right now, Matt. If you're looking for the right stuff, I am finding great deals being put together. I'm finding great clients to work with. This is not me personally. This is all the people that I coach and work with. And it's funny to hear the narratives of the agents because there's some out here going, I wish, I wish, I wish, or gosh, it's changed so much. And there's some that are just head down, pushing through, doing the right stuff, Matt. And they're just putting together deal after deal after deal right now. And we're having more conversations about how do I hire help and how do I find someone to be able to refer some of this business off to. And those are the people that are staying so far away from the narrative of the past. It doesn't do anything.
1: Yeah. And I think this is where as an agent to almost, I would say, insulate your mindset from the people you talk to. Because I think, you know, as agents, there's kind of two conversations that you're having. That is one, the conversation that you're having with other agents, whether in person or what you're consuming from what other agents are saying online and through social media. And then there's your clients and the the general public that you're having conversations with. And it's dominated, particularly on the consumer side, about what it was like, because people are looking at homes in their neighborhood sitting on the, the market a little bit longer. They are seeing people engage in price reductions. And they're just using the activity as context versus all the data that you have access to. And so insulate yourself, one, by understanding the data. We've talked about that so much this year. It's so important, particularly now everybody wants to know the future. And it's like, well, okay. And everybody's leaning on the economic projections from the, quote, experts, which, awesome, good stuff to share, but it's just data. It's just opinions at that point. But if you understand all of that, then you get to say, okay, how do we make decisions today? You said it, right? Be there today and be in the present is the most important place for you to be because that's going to allow you to ask the questions that are going to help provide clarity to your clients. They're sitting because they're confused, Garrett. And we just need to ask the right questions to provide clarity. Well, and, and here's the thing. We just don't know
0: okay, we know the past. We know the past is gone. We don't know what the future is going to be. As much speculation, as much data. There are things that could happen in the future just so we're all on the same page. There are things that could happen in the future that drastically change the trajectory of our lives and our world. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying in this life
1: that we live, there are a lot of unknowns. In both directions, by the way, there's things that could launch us into a whole nother planet. There are so many unknown
0: variables that allow us to go in these different directions that to speculate and say, this is what we're going to see. Yeah. I mean, there's a general rule of like, okay, we can kind of see where it's going, but we just never know. And so, yeah, next week, could we have a 9% interest rate? I've seen crazier things happen the last couple of months. I mean, well, we were at three or four, not that long ago. And like, here we said at seven. Who knows what that'll look like? This is why it's so important to look at, okay, no speculation in the future. Find people that need help right now. Ground yourself in this moment. That's why I say ground yourself today and tomorrow morning when you wake up, look at the facts of the surroundings that you have around you and go, okay, this is my new surroundings. This is what I have to, I'm working with. This is how I'm going to help guide people. It's no different as you live in this world going through seasonal changes. There are times of my year here in Reading that it's 118 degrees out. And there's times here that there's six inches of snow on the ground. I adapt every single day. There's days that I decide to put on a jacket before I leave the house. And there's days that I'm like, hey, you know what? It's a shortened t-shirt day. And I'm deciding that today. I'm not worried about tomorrow for the most part. And I'm not saying, hey, man, I wish I had tomorrow back. It's like, no, today's today. And we're going to go out and live and function in this society and get around out there. We need to look at that as like a day-to-day activity of helping our clients understand what's going on. I've had a lot of agents that are right now are getting into the, uh, I want to like make predictions of the future. People are putting out like TikToks and things like that going like, here's where we're going. I'm like, do not make predictions.
1: The longer things sit, I see more people want to jump on and, and be a part of the predictor before it happens. Even Gary V is talking about like, Oh, the next three to six months can be. And it's like, okay, fine. Like I get it. Some people see things differently and sure that's a possibility. But more and more as time goes on, you just see who's going to be the next person to jump on and and be the one to predict before it happens. When I think it's just important to live, as you said, Garrett, in the moment. Like, okay, maybe that can happen. But what are you going to tell a home buyer or seller who has a major life change? And you're going to tell them and predict something. What if you're not right? And then that person comes back and says, Garrett, you told me to wait to sell my home or you told me to wait to buy a home. And now it's a lot harder to do that we'll use me as an example here. There's the potential
0: of two property purchases in the near future. One is for business. One is for my child who's off to college. And we think we figured out a way to get her in-state tuition if we do a certain way and play our cards all right, which is a massive savings. If anybody has a kid going to Texas A&M, I just want to let you know, oh my gosh, they charge a lot for that school. So with that being said... <laughs> I am looking for ways to see if I can soften that just a little bit. It's interesting because like I was sitting at dinner with my friends the other night and we we're talking about, you know, interest rates, he's in mortgage and she's in real estate and he was like all caught up in the interest rates and what's going on right now and I'm like I don't care about the interest rate. I really do not care. It's not even a factor in what I'm talking about here at all. Like I'm going to buy that property down in Texas with whatever that interest rate is because I have a problem I need to solve. I have an issue that takes the interest rate completely off the table. By the way, I'm not the only one out there that thinks this way when they have a problem they need to solve. The other part is, is with the business, I'm not looking at that either because I have a problem I need to solve. I need an office space. I need somebody that I could put in there and I can look around the corner and be like, Oh, goody. They're making all the phone calls I need them to make that aren't happening right now. Like, I need to have that space that I could do that in. I'm not sitting around going, is it the right time to buy? What if I buy at the wrong time? Like, what if I'm buying this place too high? I don't care. I need to get a space that's going to allow me to do this and allow me to grow the business. I'm not the only one out here right now that's like that. And I'm not worried about the future of what's going on. I'm not wondering if the real estate market's going to crash. I'm not wondering if it's the right time to be making this purchase. I'm going, we have a problem we need to solve. And I'm definitely not looking back going, I wish I would have done this a year ago. I didn't. I didn't do it. I can't do anything more about that. Got to keep moving forward. And we need just to help people get into that mindset and help these sellers get into this mindset of, we can't talk about what you didn't do, but we can talk about where we're at right now and where we want to go. And it's just, it's it's a great opportunity to change the mindset or change the direction of the mindset with the people we're working with out there. And just yourselves too. I am talking about two different groups here. We're talking about the people we're working with and then the people that we're actually working around. These are where these dialogues are happening right now. And you do have some direction to kind of you know change this. And it starts with you first. You got to start letting go of where we've been.
1: Well, and I would say, play the scenarios out in either direction too. To get away from this false narrative of yesterday, because we get stuck in that cycle of, oh, yesterday and what does that mean for today? is to say, okay, well, what if this and what if that? And that can help bring clarity to your own business, right? Like, okay, what if demand really does go down and transactions go down? What if home prices go down? What if interest rates continue going up? Play out those scenarios a little bit and say, hey, let's get back to, wait, why are we making these decisions, buying or selling? And then for your own business, like, what are you in the business of? And I know our next episode is going to roll right into talking about like how you can really set yourself up for great success in any market and what kind of needs to be done to do that. But if you live right now, take the data you have, take the information you have, take the desires, the wants, the whys that you have, and just play it out and say, okay, in either direction, where am I going to be happy in the next six months to a year? And also, if we're only talking six months, in the grand scheme, it's a short time period. And so if you do have some clients that are saying, hey, you know what, I just really want to wait be okay with that. Just make sure that they're clear as to why they're doing that and have options. Because the other unique thing about real estate, since we are not a commoditized industry, that dream home can come on the market at any time. It's not going to wait to spring market necessarily. All
0: of a sudden, that six months time frame gets reduced to nothing because all of a sudden they're like sitting online. They're like, that's the house. But we said we we're going to wait six months. So let's just let
1: that one pass. Yeah, right. But you know what? Some people's mindset might be that way. And then six months later, they're going to be like, why did we pass up on that? That was the perfect house, Matt. Why didn't we buy it? Well, I know for sure if my wife and I passed up on that house in June, that all of a sudden after that, it was like, oh no, incentives. Did we, did we, that floor plan has not come available again. So we'd be like, man, why did we pass up on that? These are the decisions. They're not easy decisions, by the way. And for your clients, you're not making the decisions for them. And this probably pulls it right back into just asking questions and removing that false narrative for yourself so that you can have these conversations. You show them a process. You help them lay out and map out the why behind their real estate moves. And you let them make the decision. And then you set expectations for what your communication will be like moving forward. And you move on to the next person. If you're not doing this, what you're going
0: to have is where, again, I'm having lots of conversations right now of like, I planned my year out. I had these deals that were going to happen and -and so-and-so is putting it on hold and -and so-and-so is pushing off to next year. And I think the biggest thing right now is do the right things to pad your business right now. There are people that are going to have to make tough decisions. And there are going to be people that thought they were going to buy a certain home. And they're looking at their interest rate now. And they're saying, hey, that doesn't allow me to buy the house that we had dreamed about and planned about. And we just need to walk away for a little bit because now we have to regroup and rethink how we're going to do this. And I think that's like, you need to be their expert. You need to be their person they can trust. You can't be pushing anybody to do anything at all. It doesn't work long term. It's not how you build a great referral-based business. And just bring in more opportunities. Get out there, talk to more people, bring in more opportunities so that you can help more people. You might have to juggle a good book of business right now of people that are kind of on hold and making sure you're staying in flow with them and the ones you're finding that are like ready to go.
1: Be there, be there to support them. Which you totally can if you set expectations of communication. I mean, that you can handle that. So Matt, I love this topic. And we're going to dive into a lot more on that in the next episode because that's what we're going to do because that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just the way it is today. But yeah, thank you Garrett for exploring this one and I really hope people kind of attach to that false narrative of yesterday because it it doesn't mean much for what you want to do right now and what your clients want to do right now. So, appreciate everybody for listening to us on this one and tuning in again as always and you know where to find our facebook community now because we're knocking it out of the park at the beginning of these episodes and uh definitely go to ninjaselling.com to look for open installations i know a lot of people have been asking hey where are open installations are there ones that i can get into if you go to ninjaselling.com, click on the calendar you can find information about that as well as coaching anything else that you might be curious about as it relates to ninja so that was smooth matt you
0: always do a great job with the uh intros and outros never a problem never a problem Appreciate that. Been practicing too. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't practice. It's just, it's just natural. All right, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you too, man. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com.
1: There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.